we're, we're gonna get scolded. But yeah, when you're doing well, right? <laughs> I, I thought you said so, but I want to reiterate because you asked me twice. <laughs> uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, glad to be able to come to you tonight. Um, I'm going to get right into our prayer request, and then uh, we're going to uh, do some follow-up studies on uh, a couple of verses that we uh, did on Sunday night. Um, come home from church Sunday night and uh, just uh, couldn't get past what we had studied and, and uh, preached on Sunday night. And so we started diving into it a little further. And uh, it's just amazing what we come up with there. Uh, but anyways, uh, we'll get into that. We'll hear some thunder, lightning. I want to praise the Lord for the rain that's come through to some places and uh, coming in to our neck of the woods. Uh, and supposed to be going down to south, and uh, so uh, hopefully all of our area will be getting some much-needed rain over the next several days, it sounds like. Uh, but uh, do continue to pray for Sister Donna Faye and lifting her up. Uh, I've got some more tests to come around uh, in, uh, in next week. I ask you to remember that. Little Lucas, uh, continue to remember him. Uh, Sister Lynetta does have her sleep test in September. Uh, Brother Danny Smith's, excuse me, mom, uh, for now with COVID, so remember her. Uh, Brother Don Real, uh, remember him, his grandson Ethan. Uh, Sister Jean, remember hers, Jason and Darren. Uh, do remember uh, Sister Donna Arnold, uh, Brother Jerry, uh, uh, remember him. He did test positive as well, uh, but also remember his sister, Virginia. Uh, Sister Joanne, remember her, and then uh, Norma Whitledge, Donna Cottle, and Jessica and family. Uh, Eddie Vaughn, remember him. Uh, Billy Walters, uh, Brother Bill and Sister Joanne Finan. Uh, Brother Johnny Belt and his family. Uh, Sister Joanne's eye shop. Uh, then uh, Brother Mike Sanderson, this is Zach's granddad and his brother Coleman, uh, remember that. Uh, Sister Rose Todd, Billy Lee, Brother Daniel and Sister Diane, Evan, uh, Chuck and Rhonda Collins, remember Brother Chuck, uh, been in the hospital quite some time and uh, definitely uh, needs our prayers as they continue to uh, try to find out where his blood's coming from that he's losing. Uh, Reverend Charles Carl Chester, Zach Gill and his family, Joe and Betty Howard, uh, Little Grayson, uh, Sister uh, Don, uh, Sister Barbara Benson's great great grandson, and then also Brother Don. Remember him as he's got uh, some tests coming up. Uh, Sister Gail Pate's great great grand great great nephew, uh, and then all of our missionaries. Uh, so do remember them. I uh, do ask that you continue to pray. Uh, for our shut-ins and, and lifting them up uh, in prayer. Uh, Sister Mary Jane and Sister Faye, uh, Sister Tawana, Brother Junior, uh, just lift every one of them up in prayers as well. I uh, did visit with Brother Mike uh, Hoggard uh, again uh, this evening, just a little while before church, and he'll be coming down to be with us in September. Uh, the 12th, 13th, and 14th. Uh, this is a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. 
Uh, so do remember that in your prayers and be praying for his family and uh, uh, lifting them up. And uh, do continue to pray for the Tompkins family. Uh, this is a, a cousin, mother-in-law passed away. Uh, so do remember them in their prayers. Uh, so remember that family uh, in your prayers. Uh, do remember our country. Do remember those that are lost uh, and those that uh, we don't know about that are sick. God knows each of those, so do remember to pray for uh, those as well. Uh, if you want to uh, drop in on Facebook and, and send us a prayer request, we'll gladly uh, pray for that. So remember that uh, as well. Or if you want to send us an email on our Sermon Audio page, uh, definitely uh, take our uh, uh, prayer requests through there as well. Uh, so do uh, feel free to send us those things. Uh, one thing I'll say about our church is though while we may not be by, uh, big in body, uh, we are definitely uh, big in prayer and we love to uh, pray for folks. And we believe God does great and wonderful things. And so uh, definitely uh, would not be a problem praying for any needs you might have in that regards. Uh, but we'll go to the Lord in prayer and then we'll get into our study this evening. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love, your mercy and grace. And thank you, dear God, for the blessings that you give us, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity we have to come before you in prayer. Lord, we ask you tonight that you would just anoint and touch and have your way. Lord, with each and every need upon the prayer request list, those and those we know and don't know. Lord, we ask you tonight that you would just touch, Lord, according to your plan, will, and purpose. And help us, Father, be receptive to it, Lord, for we know that our heart's desires are, and our desires that we have for these, Father, that all be healed, and that so doing would have a great uh, remaining part of their lives here with us, Lord. Uh, but, Father, we pray for those that are lost, we ask you, dear God, help them and help us be effective witnesses, Lord, to those that are lost and those around about us. Lord, we pray tonight that you would just draw us close to thee, draw us close one to another. And Lord, just remember, Father, we pray, help us rather, Lord, remember uh, to lift you up every day, no matter where we are. And dear God, we give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. And amen. Uh, amen. Uh, I am... Uh, thankful tonight to uh, be able to share in God's Word and, and like I said we are uh, going to share some things that uh, we had covered over on uh, Sunday evening and uh, we're going to touch those again not just real hard uh, but uh, we will be touching those again uh, but just to give you a, a background and onset uh, if you want to go over to 2 Samuel chapter 22 uh, that's where we was uh, Sunday evening, and so when we were there, uh, we started uh, preaching and teaching just a few things there, and we talked about uh, two different things uh, in this, um, one being my shield and the other being uh, my deliverer. Uh, my shield found four times, my deliverer found five times. But when I begin to go through this, and if I counted them up right, there are eight things that David said uh, when he, he proclaimed. Uh, he proclaimed, my Savior, my high tower, my shield, my deliverer, my fortress, 
my refuge, my rock, my strength, my salvation. Now David, two different times said my rock, which uh, we know eight is the number of new beginnings. Uh, nine is the number or the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and so uh, in this, you could look at it this way. Uh, for you and I, if we come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives, uh, we get a new beginning. Uh, and these eight things uh, that, uh, or these, I say eight things, these eight names, these proclamations uh, that David made in these two verses, uh, they, they are the reason why we get this new beginning. Uh, and then also, if you look at it again, as I said, uh, he, he said, uh, my rock twice. Uh, so in using my, uh, in, in the proclamation of these, uh, these names, uh, David did so, and therefore nine times uh, in this passage here in these two verses of Scripture uh, that we get that he made this proclamation. And so it is that, again, the fruit of the Spirit uh, and we get the fruit of the Spirit. In other words, we get the Holy Ghost when we uh, get saved, and therefore we have uh, the nine characters, uh, I like to call them the nine characteristics of the Holy Ghost come into our lives, and uh, we get that. So, uh, again, value in, in this here. So, Second uh, Samuel chapter 22, and we'll begin reading uh, in verse 1. And we'll read down through there, uh, through uh, verse 3, and, uh, excuse me, verse 4, uh, and then uh, we'll go back and we'll start covering these, okay? Uh, it said, And David spake unto the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. And he said, The Lord is my rock. That is the first thing David says there now uh, my rock is not the first one that I did and I actually did these in numerical amounts as to number of times that they're found in scripture and uh, so don't don't lose track with me when I start going over this but I want you to understand I was kind of surprised uh, too in studying these how few times uh, some of these were found and then how many times some of the others were found. But they all had biblical, uh, numeric meaning. Uh, so anyways, uh, so David said, uh, he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my rock. Again, I said as he spoke it twice. In him will I trust. He is my shield and my horn, or the horn of my salvation, my high tower my refuge, my Savior. Thou savest me from violence. Verse 4, I will call on the name, uh, I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. Uh, and I will just tell you again tonight, church, if we will call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, we will be saved from our enemies. Uh, the Bible tells us in the book of Romans in the 10th chapter, and I'm going to throw this in uh, what we might say for good measure at no additional cost uh, tonight, uh, simply because I've been talking to uh, somebody uh, this week, and I want you to pray uh, for, for me in that uh, I'll not uh, 
do more than I should, but I'll not do less than God would have me to. Uh, but uh, being able to uh, witness to someone this week a little bit. Uh, so if you go to the book of Romans, the 10th chapter, it says this in verse 8. But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever shall believeth on him, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, the same Lord, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And David said that. He said, I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. And that is absolutely 100% true this evening. So when I broke these down and uh, studied on this, I did, like I said, I just couldn't leave it alone when I come home Sunday night. Uh, just had to get into it again and, and go through these verses and, and search these things out. I was really surprised. The first one that I read to you tonight, and in case you didn't realize, I read them to you as they come through here on the pages there. But the first one, not in the scripture, but the first one that has the fewest number of times mentioned uh, in the Bible is the word, my Savior. I was shocked that it's only found two times in scripture. I, I'm just, uh, uh, you know, can go back through and, and look it up again uh, and, and check it out, uh, but two times. In verse 20, in chapter, 2 Tamil, chapter 22, it's the first time. Verse 3, the God of my rock, in whom will I trust? He is my shield, the horn of my salvation, my, ta my high tower, my refuge, my Savior. Thou savest me from violence. Uh, and so we know that in this, uh, David's proclamation that he understood and trusted in the Lord God as his Savior, just as you and I trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. David was looking ahead into the time that God would send the Savior. Uh, and then if you go to the book of Luke, in the first chapter of Luke, Go down into verse 46. Uh, if you think about it this way, the song of David, right? David's song he sung there. Well, this is titled the, Mary, the Song of Mary, but this is how it reads, verse 46. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Uh, for he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. And I'm going to tell you the truth. Mary uh, is, was blessed in that she was found uh, worthy and faithful to bear Jesus Christ so that we would see him in his physical form upon this earth. It was a virgin birth. Uh, no two ways about it. 
in this aspect, but then she but she rejoices in this. She understands that God is her Savior. Uh, again, proclamation made there. Uh, when you go down in through the book of Matthew and you look at the lineage of Jesus, Mary's found there uh, in, in that lineage there. Uh, but she says, My spirit re- hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. Uh, she looked at what was being done and how it was going to be done and that the fact that she was chosen uh, in this, that uh, she was blessed. Uh, her cousin Elizabeth being blessed uh, again, a very uh, a godly woman in, in her husband, uh, and so, uh, but blessed in that she was able to bear John the Baptist. Now, uh, he was not uh, born of a virgin, uh, but he was chosen of God. He was ordained of God. He was the forerunner of Jesus to tell people of the light to come uh, in this, but again, uh, not to get too far away from all of this, uh, but that was only found two times in Scripture, my Savior. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I guess the reason why we are surprised by that or I was surprised by that is because how many times a day or a week or times that I, I just tell people that Jesus Christ is my Savior. Uh, we think about Jesus as my Savior. You know, each one of us who are saved will say, uh, my Savior, uh, he's my Savior. Uh, and, and we don't even think about that, and yet it's a double witness. It's two times in Scripture. It's once in the Old Testament, once in the New Testament, uh, but there it is, uh, just found two times, and I have to say tonight, uh, that surprised me uh, greatly. And then when we think about the next one, again, uh, in chapter uh, 22, 2 Samuel chapter 22, again, uh, verse 3, uh, and you're going to find that I'm going to repeat these over and over again uh, throughout the, the reading of this and throughout the lessons of this uh, because of, of where they are. Uh, my high tower is the next one that's found the fewest numbers of time. Uh, and I was surprised because it seems like, you know, you go through the book of Psalms and it's found, uh, you, you say, well, I, I've read, man, I've read that a bunch in the book of Psalms. And, uh, but actually, you're only going to read it three times. In scripture and it's found three times my high tower in this way uh, these three words in this aspect three times in scripture uh, once in verse 3 of chapter 22 second Samuel the next time is Psalms chapter 18 verse 2 uh, this Psalms again reads like second Samuel the Lord is my rock and my fortress my deliverer and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. Um, it, it, you know, you think about this, the high tower, uh, a place where you can see the enemy coming, uh, the place out of the enemy's hands reach, you know, uh, uh, secured in the high tower, uh, safe in the high tower. Uh, you know, I think about the different things there, but but my, I guess one of my uh, better thoughts on this is my vantage point. Uh, God is the, the God's got the vantage point. He can see everything. He knows what's going on. Uh, there's nothing coming surprising him. Uh, when you're up high, you can see what's going on down low. Remember, the Bible tells us the city on the hill uh, cannot be hid. 
Uh, and so, you know, in that aspect there that the light is there, but on the one of the advantages of being up on the hill is you can see the enemy approaching. Uh, they have to come from low to high. They have to climb up to you. It's not an easy task. Uh, and so, you know, the, the thing about it is, is if I'm in the depths of the hand of God, I'm still elevated above my enemy because his hand is above uh, the enemy. His hand is above uh, all that's going on. And, and I'm thankful for that uh, tonight. Uh, but he says he's my high tower. Uh, and then Psalms 144, verse 2, my goodness and my fortress, again, the declaration of God, uh, my high tower, my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdued my people under me. Uh, this, this is just talking in reference to what God is to David, uh, but also who God is to us. And remember this tonight, church, uh, all of these things, again, uh, come to you and I when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life. God uh, becomes these. Christ becomes these things to us. Uh, we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost into our life. And having this, then we ourselves can go through the scriptures and reassure ourselves and reaffirm uh, that we are the children of God. And in this, though, these are the things that God is to us. And I, I'm, I tell you... Um, Sometimes we live below the uh, value we are to God. And sometimes we forget the value God is to us and who he is and what he really is. And, and we read this over and over through the scripture and, and, and finding these things. And like I said, there's a lot of repeat that goes on in this. Uh, as we go through here, because again, I come from the text of Second Samuel chapter twenty-two, uh, studying these out, and and so it, it's going to always have Second Samuel chapter twenty-two in the very first verse, and then the next verses again. They're going to be several places where they're repeated, and the reason why they're repeated is because this is the proclamation. This is the aspect of what we know God is. And over and over and over again throughout the Old Testament, and we do get into some New Testament, like we had in Matthew or Luke chapter one. Uh, we do have some New Testament scriptures, but but the thing of it is, is all through the Old Testament, they they were trusting in, relying in, and faithfully waiting for the Lord Jesus to come. You and I receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of life because we know what transpired in the New Testament. Uh, but in this here, we have this in sample, the Bible says, that God said that the children of Israel, uh, the things that happened in the past, they were our examples. They were our examples. And so if the bad things were our examples of what will happen to those who do not trust in God, then the good things are the examples of those that trust in God. Then the declaration of these are the things and the thing, characters and the thing that we have, the names that we have, the the. I guess to, to say this is who God is to you and I as well. And we ought to thank God for this and praise God for this because there's just nothing like it throughout the scripture. When I, I study and I think on these things and I think about what it really means, I, I have to admit I get excited. I don't get uh, melancholy. I don't get uh, wallered out because truth be known, 
uh, the greatest of the gifts that we have is who God is to us. God's got a value on us that's so great that he gave his only begotten son uh, uh, to die for you and I. He gave Jesus his son to, to come and live here, to go through all that he went through, and in the end to die for you and I so that we could be saved. And yet in this we have God declaring, I've done all of these things for you. Here's what I am for you. Here's what I am to you. Here's the value to place upon me. And so we need to really think about what it means to be a Christian. Just thinking about it. What is God? He Well, we know, we know that everything after this, and, and I guess it's no surprise to think about my Savior being found twice in this because the first thing I know, He is my Savior. Uh, and and I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm grateful for that. I praise him for that. And so then he's my high tower. Uh, you know, he, he's got me up, uh, protecting me. Uh, he's put me in a place so that I can see. And to be honest with you, I need to see better, uh, you know, in this aspect. Uh, anyways, jump down to the next one. We went over these Sunday night in church. So if you watch our Sunday evening service, uh, you would have seen these, but uh, my shield uh, four times in Scripture. It's no surprise that it's found four times in Scripture because why? This is the greatest shield that you and I can have, the Word of God. What do we have in the Word of God? Well, let's just see this. We've got God. We've got Jesus. We've got the Holy Ghost. So again, we've got our Savior. We've got our high tower. Uh, we've got our shield. We've got a deliverer. We'll keep on going down through there. Uh, but think about it this way, found four times in Scripture. Why would that be important? Because the number four is the number of, gospel, of the gospel. Uh, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the same was in the beginning God. I love it. These three, there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. We find all of that written in our Bible. And again, we talk about the four Gospels, which are the four Gospels of Jesus Christ, the, the four books in which are recorded and Jesus is speaking. The recording of Jesus speaking to those found in those four uh, books primarily, not that it's not found again uh, in, in the book of Acts or Romans because there are places there where we find, and even in Corinthians, where words of Christ are mentioned and the words in red uh, there, but the four Gospels. Uh, but we have this word of God that is our shield. Uh, I've told this story at church, and, and so... I've told it more than once, and I don't remember the gentleman brother's name, uh, but I can remember, and one of them may have been Brother Shorty, uh, but I remember uh, going out, uh, me, me and my wife attended the first uh, Baptist church in Centerton uh, way back in 19 and 90, and even in 91 a little bit, uh, I believe. Uh, but anyways, there was a, uh, they had an outreach program, and two of the men from the church went to uh, go visit another uh, man's house, and so they were going there. Uh, they went into the gate, and uh, they I don't I don't remember if it said beware of dogs or didn't say beware of dogs or, or whatever it is. Uh, but anyways, they went in. They were going to go up there, and two big old Doberman pinchers come around the corner of the house, and they were too far from the gate to run, and they couldn't figure out anything else, and one of them just held out his King James Bible, which, by the way, that's what they were using then. Um, held out his King James Bible and he just yelled at them dogs to stop or whatever it was and they stopped. What did he use as a shield? The Word of God. And they stopped. Them two dogs stopped. And 
because of the power of what God did at that moment in time and how that he seen that, the man at that house was led to the Lord. God used a miracle to lead that man to the Lord. And so the word of God is my shield. Uh, you jump over into the book of Psalms in chapter 28. Uh, verse 6 says this, Blessed be the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my supplications. Remember again, we're talking in prayer a lot of times in this. He said, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusteth, trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoiceth, and my song will I praise him. The Lord is their strength, and he is the saving strength of his anointed save thy people and bless thine inheritance feed them also and lift them up forever now i want you to think about this blessed be the lord because he is or he hath heard the voice of my supplication the lord is my strength and my shield um, again we'll get into my strength in a little while uh, but he is my strength and my shield. Uh, you can't go wrong having God as your shield. You can't go wrong having the Lord as your covering. Uh, church, I'll tell you something. If Think about all the scripture where God says that he is our forward and our rearward. He protects our front and the back. He's on our east and our west. So he's protecting us side to side. Uh, I will trust in the uh, David. David said, "Let me go back here because if I don't, I'm inevitably going to mess it up." Psalms 23: The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still water. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. My, thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When we stop to think about who God is, how important God is, and what God means to you and I, there is just nothing beyond that that we can uh, uh, comprehend that is greater than that see god is uh, absolutely again everything so the lord is my strength and my shield my heart trusted in him uh, my heart still trusts in him and now i don't believe the psalmist is writing saying that he only trusted in him at a time but in this aspect our hearts today trusting in the lord why because he's our strength and he's our shield there's no greater protection uh, that we could have. Then you jump over into Psalms 119, uh, 114. Again, reading here, uh, 119, 114. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. What did I say? Four times. The word of God, four times. This is our protection, church. This is our this is this is what we need. Your good old King James Bible. Get it out, read it, find it, 
And can I tell you something, church? These, this does not work in any other version. You just won't find the numeric meanings behind it anywhere else. 142 verse 2. Psalms 142 verse 2. Again, uh, reading here. Verse 1. So, blessed be the Lord, my strength. So think about that. Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight, my goodness, my fortress, and my fortress, my high power, my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. Lord, what is man? that thou takest knowledge of him, or the son of man, that thou makest account of him. Just think about this. Who are you and I that God would be all of these things for us? Well, we're the value. We're, uh, David was the apple of God's eye. Uh, and, and uh, you know, when God looked at us, he said that he knew us and formed us in, his, in our mother's womb. Uh, he, he, knew, he knew us before we knew ourselves. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Uh, so then, uh, again, next time, ne next time. <laughs> uh, the next one is my deliverer. I uh, won't spend a long time uh, on these, but my deliverer is found five times in Scripture. Again, back in Samuel, uh, 2 Samuel 22, verse 2. And he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Again, in Psalms 18, verse 2, uh, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. Uh, then we find another, another new verse where he's found here, back in Psalms uh, chapter 40. Verse 16, let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. Let such as love thy salvation say continually, the Lord be magnified. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Uh, my Make no tarrying, O oh my God. Now look at that. Let all those that seek thee rejoice. Uh, little Everly uh, this evening, uh, I was talking about some of the other words that I looked up uh, with the word my in front of it. And uh, uh, she started singing, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. And I thought, okay, well, what does it say? My joy. And so I looked up the word my joy, or the two words. I looked up those words, the phrase my joy. I was astonished seven times in Scripture. Perfect joy comes from the Lord. Uh, no two ways about it. And you can't have better joy down in your heart than the joy of the Lord down there. And the number seven is God's perfect number, the number for completeness. Uh, and so when you got the joy of the Lord in your heart, you got complete joy. You got the right kind of joy uh, down there. 
in your heart. Uh, but anyway, so Psalms uh, 140, uh, let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. Let such as love thee, uh, such as love thy salvation, say continually, Lord, be magnified. Every child of God ought to be saying glory to the Lord. Let the Lord be lifted up. The Lord be magnified. Magnified means to be exalted, uh, to be lifted up, uh, to be uh, declared, proclaimed as big. Um, something that, you know, uh, he is life-changing. He's um, chain-shattering. Uh, I'll try not to go down there. I may have to do a lap if I do, if I do that right there. Uh, start thinking about that. But God's, God should be lifted up, church. We should lift him up. We should exalt him. We should glorify him. We should honor him. And we should do so around other people. How in the world are the lost people going to know how wonderful God is if we never tell them how wonderful God is and how good God is and how gracious and glorious uh, God is? Uh, that is our job, our privilege to tell them about that. Then you go over to Psalms 170, or not 170, uh, Psalm 70. <coughs> Excuse me. Another, another spot here, he says, But I am poor and needy, make haste unto me, O God, and thou art my help and my deliverer, O Lord. Make no tarrying. Uh, can I tell you something? Uh, uh, they, they say the song, you know, he's four days late, he's still on time. God's never been four days late in his life. He's always been on time. I understand the song. I understand the reason behind it. But can I tell you something? God's never late. So when you, if you say even if he's four days late, well, if God doesn't do it in your time frame, it doesn't mean that God's late. It just means that you want God to do something before he's ready to do it. And I'm going to tell you, I understand that. And uh, I will tell you something else uh, is something that I have to learn to live with because there are things that I've wanted God to do and I've asked God to do, and uh, they haven't come past yet. It doesn't mean that God's late in doing it. It just means that it's not his timing. Uh, and uh, there's things that I absolutely believe that God wants to do, uh, and I'm waiting for God to do those things. And sometimes I get in a hurry because uh, it's not getting done in my timing. Uh, it does not mean that God's late. It just means that God's got his timing and God knows what's best. And I've said this many times over and it's hard sometimes for us to comprehend it. Uh, sometimes we say it in times of hurt. Uh, sometimes in times of trouble. Sometimes in times of trials. Uh, but God is never late. God is always on time. And his ways are not our ways. Uh, his thoughts are not our thoughts. Uh, but if we'll get the mind of Christ in us, we will begin to understand his ways and we will understand his thoughts. Uh, and as we do that, we'll, it's because we're learning more about him and who he is and knowing this and acknowledging him that he is God Almighty. Uh, and he knows. And if he, he's going to be that for you and I, friend, we've got to trust in him. And we've got to let him have his way uh, in our lives. Uh, so again, if you go back and then read those, uh, verse 4 there, said, Let those, all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee, and let such as love thy salvation say continually, let, let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy, make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help, my deliverer, O Lord, make no tarrying. 
so you know it's not anything wrong with asking God to uh, come quickly in that aspect and get us out of the situation but remember this uh, his time is not always our time uh, Ecclesiastes tells us there's a time for everything and God has it all in his hand he's got perfect uh, timing uh, then the next one tonight uh, is my fortress um, we think well my shield well you stand behind the shield right my high tower well that's a single place in a fortress uh, my savior uh, can't, can't get any better than that but what about my fortress well he's the perfect place to dwell in found seven times in scripture can't go wrong dwelling in the presence of God can't go wrong dwelling in the Word of God. And you can't go wrong dwelling in the Spirit of God. And having the Spirit of God dwell in you, He's our fortress. Uh, again, 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 2. And He said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. Again, Psalms 18, verse 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. And then, again, another new place to look at, Psalms chapter 31. <clears throat> Verse 1. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Can, can I stop? Just jump over to Romans real fast. Apostle Paul in chapter 1 of Romans said this in verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Where do we find our strength? Where do we find our fortress? It's in the Word of God. Remember? The Word of God. Uh, he is my shield four times. Uh, my deliverer five times. But my shield four times. Find it here. He's our fortress seven times completely. There's no better place to be than in the arms of God, the hand of God. Uh, the other place that I thought about this, again, <clears throat> excuse me. In thee, O Lord, do I trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. The word ashamed is what caught my eye there. In, in Romans 5, verse 5, excuse me, Romans 5, verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us church it's it's just found when you go through the word of god and you and you read you see god god's just got it laid out there there's a fortress for us and if 
Bow down thine ear. I'm back in Psalms 31. Bow down thine ear, verse 2, uh, to me. Deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock or an house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net of them that lay privately for me. For thou art my strength. Into thine hand had I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. I love it, church. Chapter 71. We'll get through these and then I'll, I'll, I'll close this evening. Chapter 71. Verse 1 again. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. I love the scripture that God says that God, he's not the author of confusion. <laughs> they that trust in God will never be put into confusion by the Lord. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to, do, to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given me commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Jesus said, Come unto me, all you that are labored and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. All those that come unto me, I will in no wise cast out. Uh, just think about it this way. We put our faith and our trust in him. He's got it. He's got it under control. I don't get in trouble till I move. He never moves away from me. But that's when I when I get in trouble, when I, I move away from him. And so I'm so glad tonight to know that he loves me and to always draw me back. Uh, wants to be my fortress uh, there. Uh, Psalms 91. <coughs> Excuse me. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Boy, howdy. Being in the right place, right? Uh, and I would say this. It's not being at the right place at the right time. It's being in the right place all the time. Therein lies the difference for the child of God. Uh, you may find $20 laying out there, and you could say, well, I was in the right place at the right time. Found $20 uh, laying in the room. I can remember years ago reading meters, uh, walking uh, down the easement, found a $10 bill one time. Another time I found a $5 bill. And, you know, I was just, I, I always felt like, you know, boy, I'll tell you what, I was glad I was in the right place at the right time, finding that money. I can remember my brother Tony one time was out. Uh, he's my younger brother, uh, out where we lived. And I don't remember if he was riding or whatever. Anyways, he saw some money lying out on the ground. And he went out there and he picked it up. It was $217, I believe it was, laying just sprawled out all over the ground there. And he took it. Here, here's a young man. Uh, and I don't remember how old he was. He wasn't very old. Uh, this, so maybe somewhere around, I'd say, uh, five to ten years old in, in that time frame there. I can't really remember. Anyways, knocked on the door of the house where he found the money. Um, and asked them if it was theirs, and they said, nope, it's yours. <laughs> uh, apparently, they had somebody trying to break in their house the night before, and they assumed that that person probably had that money and dropped it. Uh, and he wasn't going to come back to claim it, I guarantee you. 
but anyways, you can say, well, he was in the right place at the right time. Uh, in that right there. But can I tell you, there's a difference in those type of things than in what we're talking about tonight, in the spiritual things and what God means to you and I uh, in this aspect. He's our fortress, right? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Uh, I will say unto the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Now, can I tell you a couple of things right here? Jesus said to the children of Israel in the New Testament, I said, how long I had, uh, and, I, and I can't remember the exact scripture there, but how it went, but, but how long he had longed. To, to cover them in the shadow of his wing, how he loved to have gathered them under his wing as, as a hen does her chicks. Uh, and then another place there, uh, think about it. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings thou shalt trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. And one of the verses that I love to use when I talk about the word truth is found in the book of John in the 17th chapter and it's the 17th verse there. He says, sanctify them. Jesus talking in his prayer to the Lord. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Everything we know about the Bible gives us the understanding of who God is to us in all of these aspects. So I will say unto the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Psalms 144, verse 2. Again, we had covered this back up uh, with deliverer. My goodness, my fortress, my high tower, and my deliverer. My shield, and him, and he, excuse me, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. Uh, and then the next place is found in Jeremiah chapter 16. This will be the last uh, place of scripture that we go to uh, this evening. Uh, but go over there to Jeremiah chapter 16. <coughs> Excuse me. God wants to be to you and I God. I, I'm just going to say that tonight before we we close and reading this and in the scriptures he's given us so much to so much for us to see so that we can understand just exactly how much he loves us he done that to his people over and over throughout the scriptures every time uh, Israel would fail God would bring them into captivity or something would happen God always did these things in order to get them to come back to him to understand who he is and who he wants to be for them and the scripture tells us that God said whom he loves he does chasten and rebuke over and over again that's what happened to Israel um, the, the, this chapter is in that aspect but verse 19 of this chapter says this O Lord my strength my fortress, 
and my refuge in the day of affliction. The Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there shall there is no profit. Shall a man make gods unto himself, and they are no gods? Therefore, behold, I will this once cause them to know. I will cause them to know my hand and my might. And they shall know that my name is the Lord. Think about this for a second. O Lord, my strength and my fortress and my refuge in the day of my in the day of affliction. God has done this, stated this, given us the word so that we can do exactly what I was talking about this evening, putting our faith in our trust in him, knowing that God done these things to Israel, to the Jewish people, however you want to look at it. They're, they're his chosen. I, 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 I'm telling you, they're his people, and he's got a remnant that's going to be brought out of this. Uh, it's going to be a great day when we see the uh, salvation of the Jews come about if we're still here. Uh, during that time, which I think we will be, uh, somebody will be, whether I'm alive in that time or not, I don't know. Uh, but what a rejoicing that will be in that day. But right now, God has said this, here's, here's the example, here's the ensample, here's why I'm trying to show you what I can do, what I will do, both of the good and of the bad, and so to say. So both of the reward and of the punishment, of the blessing, and other cursing. But God wants to be our strength and our fortress and our refuge in the day of affliction. God wants us to, to understand that we turn to Him. And when we turn to Him, He's there for us. Uh, and, and the Bible tells us all that shall live godly in this life, all that live, shall live godly in this life shall suffer persecution. Well, that's affliction. Uh, and in that time, we, we have God to turn to and we have God to trust in. Uh, and we don't have to say, you know, oh, I'm, I'm just poor me, and I, I'm, nobody loves me. And I, I used to sing that song, uh, nobody loves me, everybody hates me, I guess I'll eat dirt. Uh, and uh, I would usually say that, and Lynetta would tell me, I'm just trying to throw a pity party for myself sometimes. And it was at those times that I was just, you know, uh, something wasn't going my way. And uh, But as it is tonight, I can tell you something, church. While things may not go the way you want them to go in this world, if you'll put your eyes your, and your heart and your trust and your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and follow after him and God the Father, let the Holy Ghost lead you, uh, you'll find the greatest gift you'll ever have in this life. And while things in this life aren't going to be perfect, the things in the life to come will be. And that's where we put our faith and that's where we put our trust and our hope this evening. Uh, we'll be studying if the Lord doesn't uh, if the Lord doesn't change our mind, uh, next week we'll study on some more of these uh, going through there. And like I said, there's a lot of repeats in the verses there, but then there's some other verses, some new verses, and we'll cover through those and see the aspects. It's always pointed out, though, how good, wonderful, gracious, glorious God is. And again, it's just magnifying God, and that's what we're told to do through the Scriptures. Father, tonight we thank you, Lord, for your love, mercy, and grace, and thank you, Father, for the blessings you give us. Lead us now, we pray, dear God, and draw us closer to you, Lord, we pray. 
touch every heart and soul, Lord Jesus, we ask tonight. Save the, save the lost, Lord, we pray. And we just ask you, Father, touch those that are in the hospital, Brother Chuck, Lord, uh, those that are sick, dear God, uh, and just lift them up, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you again at the next appointed time, Lord willing.